You are listening to the Estheticians Earn More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode num- number 108. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I have been working on this program for weeks. I have created a marketing program for you. Any stage of business that you're in, anything that you do, you do not have to do acne. You cannot have to do, you can do multiple things, lashes, anything esthetician related. This marketing program is for you. If you have tried the marketing stuff in the past, maybe you've taken courses, maybe you've learned certain things and marketing feels overwhelming. It feels like there's too much pressure. You feel like when you do actually put yourself out there and try something, you do a post and it falls flat and you get so discouraged. This is for you. It's over two months. We're gonna do four calls over two months. You're gonna have homework assignments that are super easy, that do not involve, you do not have to do a reel or like talk on stories if you don't want to. It's going to change the way you view marketing you're gonna, we're going to see how easy it is and we're going to overcome any beliefs that you have or things that are holding you back that is causing a lot of stress and anxiety around marketing. In between our calls, you're going to have super easy homework assignments and I'm going to be following you on Instagram and cheering you on and giving you feedback and helping you with anything that you need. It's a group coaching program, so you're going to work with other estheticians and see that like you can totally do this. I cannot wait. We start on April 24th at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link is in the show notes to sign up. It's $4.57 if you pay upfront or two payments of $250. I am over the moon. I know this will change your business forever. And I can't wait to get started with you. Hello, happy Friday. Welcome back. How are you? How are we over halfway through April? I do not know. (laughs) I hope you survived taxes um, because that can always be really stressful as a small business owner. Today, we're going to talk about something else that causes a lot of estheticians stress, and that is marketing. You know, we've been talking about that a lot on this program, as you just listened to, I have a marketing program that is closing on Sunday. So very, very soon in two days, if you're listening real time. Um, And this is my last chance to work with me for quite some time. I am moving, as I've been telling you, to Georgia um, within a few weeks from now. And I will be just focusing on the clients that I have and not be getting new clients until that's totally all done and settled with. So Hopefully June, I'll be opening up another program, but I have not figured it out yet 100%. So if you want coaching, if you need help, this is the time. Okay, so today we're going to talk about why marketing is so hard and where the parts of marketing that people get wrong and then get discouraged, which usually is like why marketing is so hard because I think you may try something, you may put yourself out there, you may write a post, 
and either no one paid attention to it just because the algorithm and just whatever, or maybe because you're missing it, you're missing the mark and that's, it's not getting traction. And so then that also doesn't work. And so that's really discouraging. So I find that I see this cycle a lot with my clients I've worked with, which is the main reason why I created this program is because I can see it happening in real time with them. And I really want to be able to facilitate a group of people through this process of trying and practicing marketing, getting feedback, getting support, helping you through it, because it is a process to learn for sure. And some people just kind of just pick it up really easily. Some people need more help. I needed help. I learned a lot about marketing early in my business. And then I also got some coaching and both of those things really kind of transformed the way I approach marketing, which is what I want to do for you in a more condensed, easier, easier way to do it. So that's what we're doing. One of the things that you may see when other, in other people's marketing that you may try to emulate that actually isn't effective. There's actually two things that you may see in other estheticians marketing that's not effective. And that is an over curated Instagram account. I know not everyone's going to agree with me on this, but wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish telling you why I don't think that's super effective for marketing. And the other thing that I'll see a lot of estheticians do that I don't find to be successful um, in the long term is kind of commiserating with other estheticians about how hard it is to be an esthetician. And I've talked about both of these things in the past, but I just wanted to have an episode where I put it all together in one because I want it to be, I really want to, I really want to demonstrate to you the pitfalls that you may be falling into, which is why you're having a hard time because you're trying to emulate both of these things. You're trying to create this beautiful, beautiful, branded, curated feed, beautiful graphics, beautiful photos, everything's perfect, something that an entire marketing team would produce, right? (laughs) Just beauty, right? And you see other other estheticians doing this, whether they're doing it themselves or they're hiring people, I don't know, it doesn't actually matter. And then you see other estheticians have a lot of likes and comments and engagements on posts that are like, for lack of a better word, complaining, (laughs) right? Complaining about their life. And you relate to them so much. You're like, oh my gosh, yes. I feel that way too with my clients and oh my gosh, yes, that's so hard too. And I, so you're like bonded to this estheticians, right? You're like, but I miss them. I miss seeing in their life. I want to know what's happening. And they have these beautiful curated posts and then these like commiserating, complaining posts. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. Why can't I do this? Something is wrong with me. Why, why can't I figure this out? Right? So then you don't post. Or maybe you try to do it and it doesn't get any likes, like the people that you see doing similar things, and you're like, I'm just not good at this. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm also just gonna say again, this is my opinion, you can take it or leave it, but but I'm gonna tell you I'm right. <laughs> maybe I'm not. I think I'm right because of what I've seen with working with estheticians, especially over the past year. I've been working a lot more intimately with a lot more estheticians and seeing these things. Okay. The cur- the perfect curated feed. The reason that's not the goal, not to say you don't want to put time or make it look nice and you don't want it to just kind of be like super unprofessional. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm not saying not to have themes or 
or some sort of branding, of course, that's great. That can help you for sure. Yes. But the, the mission of having it to be perfect will completely shut you down in your creativity because you're thinking so much about it being perfect and beautiful and curated and lovely and branded that you can't even, you have no inspiration of what to actually say to your audience. You're so focused on the quality being beautiful and this high level that you, that you, maybe it is really beautiful and you spend a lot of time making a graphic, but no one clicks on it because what you're actually saying they don't resonate with because that's what you should be spending your time on. Do you see that? Like you should be spending time on what you're saying, not as much time on the graphic and making it really beautiful. And when you're really in that, that mindset of making it really beautiful, it's really hard to be creative. And that's what you need to be is creative. The creativity is the genius. The creativity is what makes marketing marketing. It makes it different, makes you stand out from other people. But if you're trying to create a beautiful Instagram feed, it may fall flat. Also, especially if you do acne. Now, this marketing program I have right now is not for, it's for everybody. It's not just for acne specialists. I definitely would help you if you do acne, laser hair removal, lashes, um, threading, sugaring, any of the above, any anything that estheticians do, makeup, anything, um, it will help with that. But especially if you do acne, because I know a lot of you do that listen to this podcast, being really perfect online is very intimidating to most people. Some people really love that and gravitate towards that. And if you if you have a bougie client and you're bougie and you're bougie and perfect online, it may be a perfect fit for you. But especially if you get into, if you do acne, that's not the clientele generally. The bougie people aren't usually really good acne clients. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's all their story. But you know what I mean? They're usually not. Um, and so the perfect created, like everything wonderful can be so intimidating to acne clients. I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you how many people, when I was really active on my BLH Beauty Instagram, which I'm not currently, um, and you know, I was my real self, my real authentic self on there. I mean, of course, I don't show every part of my life, but I show parts of my life that are just about like real who I am. I'm not, I'm not trying to put on a, a fake persona. People would tell me I came to you because I felt like I knew you and you were approachable and you were down to earth and you weren't, you were relatable. You weren't, you know, this Instagram person where I felt like if I came to you and and you saw my skin and you saw what I was doing, you would judge me and all these things, right? Because they felt like my personality came through to them on Instagram that they felt like they got to know me and they could relate to me, and they could trust me. It's really sometimes hard to tra- like trust someone who feels like everything in their life is perfect, which we obviously know that's not the case for anybody, but we can all think of a time, I'm sure, where you were around someone, whether it being a friend, or you want to get your hair done, or a doctor, or another professional, or a, an acquaintance, you meet someone, Maybe you, maybe one of your really good friends has a really good friend that you meet and you're like, they aren't a real person. <laughs> like something, it feels so, they're so inauthentic. There's no, you cannot relate to them at all about anything because there's this huge wall they have up to make themselves look amazing and perfect. And like, I don't buy it and I don't relate to them and I don't want to spend time with them, right? Do you know what I mean? That is what I'm talking about here. And so then, okay, so you're like, okay, I want to 
relate to my clients. I want to be real. Then we go down the rabbit hole of being oversharing and too vulnerable, and that kind of segues into the next topic. And so that is a line that is can be tricky, but once you understand the line, it's not hard at all because I think the line has been blurred in our industry, and I think that's what's creating a lot of this problems and this drama. Okay, next. The commiserating and complaining and oversharing about esthetician, what it's like to be an esthetician and what it's like to work with clients on in the esthetician community is rampant and it's makes me crazy. <laughs> if you're one of my clients, you know this. I've already I have told you this on a call. Um, but it makes me absolutely crazy because that is building esthetician community. The reason that you like those accounts so much is because you relate to that esthetician. You're like, yes, I feel the exact same way when that happens to me. I have the exact same problem. So you are relating to them, but that is not building their clientele. That is not relating, they are not relating to their clients, unless they're unless they're also selling to estheticians, then great. But if they're not, there's it's so confusing to the client. Like when I opened this esthetician coaching business, I purposely did it a different Instagram account. I probably would have been successful sooner if I had kept it with BLH Beauty and did both. But I knew instantly my BLH Beauty clients would be super confused about who I was talking to now. Like, oh, this is for the other estheticians. This isn't for me. And they like things being for them. They like things being about them, not me talking about them, but me talking to them. Me not talking about my clients and about acne clients, me talking to my acne clients. And there's a huge difference and a lot of estheticians don't get it. And if you have been in doing this thing and in this world and you're like, oh, light bulb, you're like, I, that's what I do. I talk about them. I don't talk to them. All estheticians comment on my posts. Oh my gosh. And you're like kind of feeling it. Don't, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're just like everybody else. That's because that's what you see. So then you're like, okay, this is what we do. This is obviously people get a lot of comments and likes and engagement. This works. It works for, you know, so it's totally fine. But if you're doing that and you're not getting a lot of clients, not a lot of new clients, not a lot of client engagement, this is the problem. The line of what you're sharing is is not the right place. <laughs> you're sharing things that are personal to you, but it's not the right audience for those feelings and thoughts and whatever, frustrations. Again, not to say you can't share frustrations or parts of who you are online to your clients, but it is a delicate balance of what they can actually relate to versus what they aren't going to relate to and be really confused about and not really understand why you're saying telling it to them. So again, in my program, I'm going to go into this in detail with you and kind of help you like pull apart the difference between the two. But either way, whether you come and work with me or not, I just want you to think about when you post something, who are you talking to? And I think that's where it gets really confusing because again, you see these two these two things in the aesthetician community where they're talking about their clients and they have these beautiful feeds and neither of those things are really the goal. Neither of these things really build a relationship with actual paying clients that are coming in to see you. They may, they may be Instagram popular. They may have thousands of followers. That's totally tr- possible. But are those thousands of followers people in, in their city that are coming in and getting services them? 
probably not. Maybe not. Maybe yes. I don't know. I, I actually can't tell you. I can't go. I've never looked at anyone who has like thousands of followers as an esthetician and seen where their followers all live and done the deep dive. But if I had to guess, that is what I would expect. That a lot of the people who follow them do not, are not clients, do not live near them, do not come in for services are not virtual clients. <laughs> they are not giving them any money, right? Yes, they have influence in the esthetician world, but it's not translating to dollars from as like clients that are that are paying for esthetician services. Okay, so I just kind of want to re-break this down again and kind of pull back out and you know you know how i like to end these episodes with something that's really actionable for you so if everything i just told you is like blowing your mind and you're like okay now I, now i really don't know what to post now i'm super confused now i feel like am i who what is how right if you're starting to spin i want to just let's just take a breath like it's okay you're going to continue to make mistakes marketing. Everyone does. It's okay. This is just, it's just part of it. But if, if, if what you have been doing or haven't been doing because you've been trying to do it and then you freak out every time you go to do it and you panic and then you like don't want to do it and you end up not doing it, or you are putting things out there and nothing's, there's nothing's ever happening. Your clients aren't engaging. You're not getting new clients. You're, it's, you feel like you're spinning your wheels. I just want to, I'm just going to tell you right now, I know what it is. You're not talking to your clients in one way or another, whether that means you're talking to estheticians or you're talking, just talking, like just saying stuff, but doesn't, it's not, no one really understands why you're saying it. There's no purpose behind it. There's nothing that's tangible for the, your client that like they get to or they can relate to. Those are the things they have to be able to relate to. There has to be a relationship building. They have to understand why you're saying it. And even if you're like in a zone, it's still sometimes things fall flat. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Like I've made posts for my esthetician, Instagram, super excited about it, super thrilled. No one cared. (laughs) Either that or the algorithm didn't pick it up. I don't know. And that just happens. But the, the, the big goal is to build the relationships and to talk directly to your clients. So if that's what you want to focus on. If you need help focusing on that, sign up link in the show notes. I cannot wait to work with you. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic week. Bye for now. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. 
It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.